Welcome to Artistic Beginnings. I'm Mitch. And I'm Melody. We're siblings who grew up working in the entertainment industry and were deeply impacted by the arts. I'm a professional actor, singer, and dancer working in Los Angeles and New York, still pursuing an artistic career. I, on the other hand, am no longer pursuing that career. I went on to become a researcher, though I'm still involved in the creative industry. Artistic Beginnings is all about the winding artistic paths that creatives follow in their lives. We share these inspirational stories with you so that you can learn and grow as a creative. So, let's get into it. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Another episode. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is our uh, welcome back to our podcast, Cabaret. <laughs> we changed it an up again. An in-depth look at just the main, just the song Vilkomen from Cabaret. An in-depth two-hour exploration. We were going to do an episode on Cabaret. Not not that Cabaret, but like doing, Oh, yeah, doing like Cabaret, cabaret shows. It's in yeah, my yeah, to-do yeah. list. Um, yeah, we have a lot. We have, we'll we have get there well, eventually, so many ideas, so everybody. Many like, we have so many things we want to... I think that's the great thing about humans. We're all full of great, great ideas. We're also full of really shit ideas, but... <laughs> You know, um, yeah, I like lots the of ideas nonetheless. You took on that though, <laughs> <laughs> and then I turned it negative immediately yeah, afterwards. Like, um, and never yeah, mind. And never mind. We also yeah. have really bad ones, but um, yeah. hopefully, this podcast is a good idea. <laughs> and you listening to it was the best idea you've had all day. Yes. So Tell welcome. your friends. So we're gonna keep powering through. How are you doing, Melody? I am. I am doing. <laughs> I'm. I'm here. <laughs> You are here. I'm good. good. I'm good. I, You're you know, I'm present. Yes, that is that is a word that I would use for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm very busy. Yes. Yeah. Good. Busy thinking of the topic of today, right? Nope. I mean, the topic of today is all about melody, which is obviously something My Melody thinks about thing. all the time herself. No. <laughs> No, you're very thoughtful of other people. Um, I am. I feel like, like (laughs) bullshit, Mitch. I feel like I'm more. I think about other people more than I think about myself. No, (laughs) I I know. We've discovered that, Mitchell. (laughs) No, no, I know. You definitely do. I just thought it was funny the way you said it. It's like, yeah, my favorite topic, me. Um, And yeah, no, I definitely think about other people. uh, The way you said it was funny. Uh, Um, But yeah, no, I, I am a hundred percent in agreement. So. Yeah, I am excited for today because I think we're going to dive into some interesting things of your past, Melody. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll ask questions. I'm excited too. I don't. We'll I don't know what's. I don't know what's. I. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm well, going to be honest with you all. I did not prep. I mean, I did a little bit of prep in the sense of thinking about what I wish I knew, but I didn't. I didn't make a list like Mitch did. I was planning to, but life got in the way. So here we are. Well, I think it's just the way that each of us approaches like these kinds of things. Like, I think that you're much better at coming up with things like on the fly, thinking about them. I have to plan yeah. so far ahead because I, I mean, I'm I, no good when it comes to like. I am good like, at that, but I, I, for this, I would like. I usually like to have at least a couple things that I know I can talk about. What I wish I knew. There's somewhere. What I wish I knew. I wish I knew how to manage my time better. I wish I knew better. Well, I wish I knew maybe, how to think better. One, one thing I learned, I'm going back to myself. I'm full of myself. Uh, <laughs> hair flip, if you didn't know. Um, mm-hmm. And I, one thing that comes to mind is like being prepared. Mm, um, mm-hmm. That's a huge thing that I learned. Oh, I, yeah. I, brought that over to my current career and research but yeah. um being prepared and like presenting 
are very similar in my mind to like performing arts for sure uh, and there are a lot of crossover and value there but like the being prepared thing is is super yeah important. that that goes hand in hand with one one of my things that i was thinking about before we jump into that though do we want to do our favorite art thing or yeah no? let's I mean, let's do that Let, let's do the the favorite art thing because you know we gave a an little answer. preview i'm gonna make i'm gonna make you do that first because yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't know what i'm gonna do <laughs> okay well i'm going just because i've got our messages up uh i saw a trailer for a hotel <laughs> oh. transylvania for the transformania Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch the trailer, Melody? All I have to say is that they did us so dirty. They did us so dirty with the Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. So dirty. He should have looked more like Andy Sandberg or like that kind of, you know, brand of like hot Jew. Like it's just they did us so dirty. Yeah, I would have expected somebody like kind of David, like the statue of day like just really ripped and beautiful yeah, i think that would have been an interesting it take been on so it funny and instead they went like, creeper that would definitely be like yeah i was like oh not this cool is now to... not as kid friendly as i wanted it to be like it just <laughs> it's seemed too little, real it's a little creepy i was like oh like no offense to the animators and i'm sure he's a great guy with the <laughs> invisible man <laughs> but <laughs> Like, it just, I don't know. I don't know if it's because I had an expectation because he was invisible that I created in my mind and it did not fit that. And that's why I'm upset. Or if I'm valid in that. Yeah. So (laughs) this trailer. I am valid in that. Yeah, you are valid in that. So this trailer brought to you by us uh, for (laughs) our favorite piece of art this week is because of the fact that we had a conversation about it. I enjoyed the Hotel Transylvania movies. The third one holds a special place in my heart because one of my favorite kids that that I baby sat loved that movie and we would watch it all the time and that it's i enjoyed it i I truly enjoy it they're good yeah it's one of those things where you got to appreciate the kids stuff as an adult and we are both adults now uh you gotta you gotta (laughs) still leave room for for like childlike appreciation for things and just letting things be and be entertained by them so that's my thing for this week it's a little bit of a cop-out but um i thought it was an interesting thing i guess i guess i could have no i don't want to bring it up you go. I'm going to use mine as kind of a shout out for a friend of mine who's a Twitch streamer. His nice. name is Jimmy Marino. I love him very much. And he, I should pull up his Twitch schedule, what, but I'm what, not going to. What it's does he do? The Jimmy Marino is his is his Instagram and his um, Twitch handle. He does a little bit of everything. He has he used to stream like literally every single day, but then he brought his schedule down a little bit, and I was like, "Good, you need a break." Um, but he does music streams on Monday, which is really fun and cool because he's a very extremely talented musician. He writes his own stuff. He also takes requests. It's a very fun time. And also his wife Sarah, also known as Sarba, to me, she will come on the stream every once well and she's just a joy as well but he plays all different kinds of games he had he's done pokemon the subnautica is another one he did or is still playing phasmophobia i really should pull up his list hold on let me just pull it up really quickly so i can not butcher everything because yeah, he plays he's, he's yeah i want to do i want to do him justice he deserves it <laughs> he's he's a variety streamer so he does a little bit of everything but the reason why i love him so much 
um, other than the fact that he's a friend of mine, is that his the community that he has created on Twitch is so, so, so wonderful. They're nice. all such nice people. I'm in Discord with them. And it's just like, and it's really, it's a really great place because it's a lot of artists, obviously. But it's also a lot of people talking about like mental health and the importance of it and like all of those good things. So it's just really like, a safe space. It's very fun. He's very entertaining. He's very funny. And also, I like to cause a lot of chaos on the stream by, like, you know, doing bits and spamming him and all that fun stuff. And he has a lot of really fun, like, I don't know if you know Twitch, but, you know, they have, like, all of these things where you can, like, you can crash his stream if you want to, if you have enough channel points. Like, it's 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 really a fun time. Um, Ooh, channel okay, points. Me, yeah. So he, oh, fun. he also does Overwatch. Oh my God, and Prop and Seek, which is really fun too. Let me look at his schedule so I can, I can get it. Oh my goodness, one of his videos just started playing out of nowhere. <laughs> Prop and Seek. Prop and Seek. Okay, Prop and Seek is a really fun game where you have, where there are Seekers <laughs> and then there are people who are like the props. It's hide and seek. It is hide and seek, but it's with, but it's like you, you turn into prop. like, yeah, mm. and you can get really fucked in the spin of the wheel because it chooses the prop for you so he streams on sunday at 5 p.m these are all los angeles time zones as well sunday at 5 p.m monday at 5 p.m wednesday at 5 p.m pacific thank you friday at 6 p.m and saturday at 5 p.m and sometimes he'll throw in like a random thursday stream just for fun um, but the nice. list that he's playing, his current games are Subnautica, Hades, Oracle of Seasons, Bioshock, Baba is You, Super Mario, 3D World, um, and he did Luigi's Mansion. Very fun time. Legend of Zelda, all that fun stuff. So that's my that's my piece of art is my friend <laughs> in his Twitch stream. So go follow him at the Jimmy Marino. You'll see me sometimes. I haven't been in there in a minute because life has been weird. Um, my username is Jelly Bell Mel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Um, now that we've spent 10 minutes, <laughs> let's jump into the episode. Let's jump into it, Melody. So tell me, yeah. let's start off from the beginning because I feel like we could use a refresher. How did you get into the arts in the first place? That's a very good question, Mitch. <laughs> uh, I always say it's because I saw you doing it, and so I just assumed that that's what we did. And I do think that's true, because I was, like, three mm-hmm. um, when I first started. Yeah, like, I was I was a wee little one. I mean, mom and dad put me in dance classes when I was, like, 18 months. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just lucky that I was good at it. And I think mom and dad were lucky that I was good at it too, is solely because, <laughs> so no, solely because they like, it was an outlet for my energy. <laughs> you Big know time. what I mean? Like if, if I was just at home, <laughs> it would have not been good for all of us. But yeah, so what? <laughs> so I want to stick on this energy piece because I think it's, it's super interesting because I think it was an inflection point for me. Do you feel like you still have that same energy? (laughs) No. And the reason why (laughs) is because, A, I'm not a child anymore and I have responsibilities now. But as you (laughs) Weighed down by the responsibilities of the world. (laughs) Um, But like as you go through life, especially in the industry, it can change you in good ways and change you in bad ways. Like I wish I had 
a lot of the fierceness and the precociousness of Baby Melody. But there was also a time where it was very hard because as, you know, because I grew up in the industry. My first professional thing was when I was six. So I, you know. Humble brag. (laughs) Humble brag. But like, it's, I've been doing this for a very long time. And when that happens, especially when you start as a kid, you grow up really fast, but also like at a certain age, especially for girls, which sucks, that precociousness turns into like not annoyance, but it turn it just it it's not cute anymore. It, it rubs so it's people like, the wrong way. Yeah. So it's hard finding that and like it's really hard, especially as a woman, to and especially in this industry. And I think that it's changing. And I just know that in general it's changing for women too. And it's it's a hard thing because it's it's built into us as a society. And it's stuff that I'm still working through of just like asserting yourself and knowing that it people may think that that makes you a bitch, but it doesn't make you a bitch. It just means that you're standing up for yourself. Like Patty Lapone has a has a really quote unquote bad reputation because she's really hard to work with. She, you know, people call her a bitch, they call her all of these things, but I genuinely again, I don't know her personally, but genuinely I think she was just a woman who knew what she wanted and like was going to stand up for that, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where that's kind of a hard, like, area to figure out, especially growing up in an industry for girls that is so focused on your looks and so focused on how you behave. And, like, it can be seen that, you know, you, you need to be nice and you need to be kind and you need to be, you know, depending on what kind of reputation you want, which I don't, I think boys have that as well, but I think it's way more intense for women, especially because there are so many more women in the industry that there's so much more, for lack of a better term, competition, you know? Have you experienced it yourself or like, have you noticed it? Like, have you had any backlash for the way that you acted? Have you had to like maneuver in a very like political space and felt like it was difficult? I think, I mean, (laughs) when I was a kid, I did a lot of really awful things backstage. (laughs) Like I was, I was a menace backstage on a lot of different shows. And I still think about that now. And I worry that like those actions, even though I was a literal child, I worry that those actions reflect on me now as a 23 year old, which I, in my brain, I know they don't, but I still think that like, you know, I will see people that I worked with as a kid and they still see me as a kid. So I worry that some of the actions that I took as a child reflect on me now, which I don't know if that's the case. (laughs) If anybody who has worked with me (laughs) would like to let me know. But just, I think in the sense of like, I always tried, I was always, I don't want to say like looking over my back, but I was always trying to be very conscious of my actions and how I spoke and how I did things to make sure that it didn't come off a certain way. So that's Mm -hmm. something, and I still do that, and I'm trying to get better at it. And like, it's, again, I feel like all women, maybe not all women, but most women can relate to that just because you have one person that's just kind of like oh, well, you don't need to be so aggressive about it. And then you internalize that and be like, oh, shit, was that aggressive? When it was really just you stating how you were feeling and standing up for yourself and not not just, like, accepting something because, you know, somebody in power said that it had to be that way. And unfortunately, most of the people who are in power are men. Again, that's changing, thankfully. We have a lot of incredible female directors and writers and artists, but it's, you know, that is also a huge 
ceiling to break through as well for all of them, you know? Right. Like, they yeah, just had the totally first agree. female person of color win an Oscar for directing. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's crazy. It's awesome, Good. but it's, like, crazy that it's taken this long. Um, right. So, so thinking about so, the, about your path, then the um, do you regret or like do you wish that you had done anything differently, having been like you a quote unquote menace that that you called yourself? Like, yeah, are there I any wish things I, that I you wish would... I like wasn't because <laughs> I feel like it would have been better for my psyche now to know that I was like you know I got a lot of I got away with a lot of stuff because I was really like not to be self-centered or anything but I was a really cute kid so I think I got away with stuff and mom and dad have said that they're like you're very you got away with a lot of shit um and also I was very good at like arguing my way out of things but like I feel as if my brain now if I had known that I wasn't you know I worry about like oh I worked with this one person when I you know messed with props backstage I hope they don't remember that and of course they're probably not going to or if they do they'll be like oh you were six like (laughs) you know um yeah but still it's just something that like is always in my mind and I my brain just does that all the time like I I'm very much the person that remembers things that I don't think anybody else remembers. Like I will remember if I said like one stupid thing in front of somebody and I'll just think like, it'll just pop into my head and I'll think about it for a whole day. I'll be like, Oh my God, they hate me. They hate me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. This is an interesting kind of line. And I, I, I don't know if you were hoping to cross this path on, on the show or anything, but like, I don't mind. <laughs> I'd love, <laughs> I, let, let's, let's talk a little bit about reputation um, mm. and how it can impact your working experience because i think this is an interesting inflection where reputation in like in my eyes you were a kid it's explainable people understood you weren't a menace the entire time you were sweet you you did your job and you did it well right sure you you pulled some i guess you could call them pranks but more more so you could say that you were just like Kind I was of just a, mean. I was just a um, kid. Yeah, I, I, but here's you, you the thing. I never did, did anything. I never did anything out of malice. Like when right, I, right. I'm going to just like blast mindset. myself right now. I Go put deodorant on. Um, I was just, <laughs> as a kid, story. I'm also like really interested. I love liquids. I think they're so cool. Like I just like, <laughs> I, I still think so. I, like, I just like things. I know. I can't do the math though. Um, <laughs> but like I was very fascinated with like stuff as a kid. And I think all kids are, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the kids that I nanny just comes home with pockets full of sand. Like he doesn't do it because he's like, oh, I'm going to ruin the house and put sand everywhere. He does it because he's like, I want to take some sand home. Like, you know, exactly. kids just do stupid I d- shit. I did but, the same um, thing. But Except I just did crickets. it in a professional experience, which was not mm-hmm. great. But I so um, we were doing Sound of Music and Winnie the Pooh at the same theater at the same time. It was like Winnie the Pooh in the mornings and Sound of Music um, at night. And in Sound of Music, there's this like round. It's not a gazebo. What is that thing called? It's like a round. It you. It's it's a bench. It's a bench that's <laughs> in a circle, so you can like dance around sit, it. And that's what Liesel, yeah, just, yeah, that's what Liesel did in um, sixteen going on seventeen. And I was backstage, and a lot of people, you know, leave like deodorant backstage or lipstick backstage or just like things to freshen up because sometimes if you're in the middle of a show and you're like, oh, God, I stink. I want to put on deodorant so that I'm not, you know, or like if you need to touch up your lipstick. And I I don't even think I knew what it was. I was just like, oh, this looks cool. And I like loved the texture of it. And so I 
drew with it all over the bench. And like, I wasn't thinking, oh, great. Now Bobby's going to like slip and fall and break a leg. You know, like I, I didn't, I didn't understand the consequences of my actions at that time. Um, mm-hmm. And I also put it all over my costume too. It's when I was ruined. I, I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. lift up my shirt and like put it on my armpit. I put it on the costume and it was like a white deodorant. So it was yeah. very noticeable. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, that's my thing is that and the same thing with the flashlight incident where I put hand sanitizer all over Rolf's flashlight prop. I just liked (laughs) the hand sanitizer and I was like, I'm going to make a design like I, you know, I wasn't like trying to sabotage anyone. We should have Bobby on the show to see if she remembers (laughs) any of that. I don't think she remembers it. Maybe she does. Maybe she Um, does. But yeah, so like that's the other thing too is that I I know, at least I can say in my heart and I know in my heart that I never did anything out of malice. It mm-hmm. was just out of like intrigue of things. Like I also got in trouble in White Christmas for putting Ricolas in water bottles mm-hmm. and letting mm-hmm. them sit, but I just wanted to drink the Ricola water. So like... <laughs> strange child, strange child. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely an interesting so case. You're a kid. Because you were, you were a kid. Bigger, it's just, I just had bigger consequences essentially because it was a professional experience and I learned that pretty quickly um yeah no I I think that that's fair and I mean you don't do that stuff anymore and I don't again I don't think that it's really carried over granted I can't say because I stopped working with you so I don't know any of the impact but it's um it served you well because you were like a fun exciting energetic kid and I think that was how it played off and I don't think that it's negatively affected you personally. Yeah. That that being said, like still feels like it did. <laughs> it it, it definitely yeah, it doesn't it doesn't change the yeah. fact that you feel that way, like that it you're concerned about it. Cause it's it's a, a decent worry. Like, I mean, I'm worried about things like that all the time. So mm-hmm. I experience that too. It's just interesting because it's I don't know how much we project that onto like when I like, okay, so here here's how I say it. Because of the fact that I knew the actions you took then and I see you now and you're grown mm-hmm. up and you're adult and you, you're not a bad person. You didn't do it out of malice. I project that idea of, oh, well, this person has a bad reputation. Maybe it's people didn't fully understand. But then people, it doesn't matter to some people. If somebody mm-hmm. has a bad reputation. It's they just have a bad reputation. They have a bad yeah. reputation. They don't give them the benefit of the doubt. And Whereas the in my mind, this... I don't think it's it's worthwhile and especially in this industry it is a small fucking world so like i there are so many people that i've just heard stories about that i've never even met in my life that i already have a preconceived idea of who they are which is like sucks but Mm -hmm. also nine times out of ten it's accurate i mean again i don't want to say that actually i i it's hard it's hard to say it's it's accurate to Whoever gave me the information, that was their that was their reaction. That's that was per- their perception. Their perception. Yeah. But so that's that's where it's it's hard because you know there are people who only work at one at each theater one time because they you know they repeatedly they act yeah they just have a bad reputation for whatever reason it could be you know they were late or they didn't know their lines or they just didn't get along with other cast members it could be such minuscule things but because there are so many people in this industry and everybody is connected i don't care what you think you can find a connection between two mm-hmm. people in this industry very quickly yeah. and 
that's, you know, something that I feel like everyone is cognizant of, but I think especially women are just because it's so much more competitive and it's so much more, we have to work so much harder to be likable. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, we have to water ourselves down or whatever, which I think is stupid. But, you know, I mean, I think when the first time, when you said reputation, the first thought that popped into my head was Taylor Swift. And the reason why, other than the fact that she has a song slash album reputation is because she gets a lot of shit. And it's the same thing Mm -hmm. with like Britney Spears. But like with Taylor Swift, the thing that I love about her is that she, I think she's brilliant. I think she's extremely talented. And I also think that she's very brilliant on the business aspect because a lot of people give her shit for like, oh, well, she was a country singer, but now she's not. And I'm like, yeah, but she also saw how the music industry was trending and decided to change with it so that she was able to, you know, like... She didn't change, she evolved. She evolved, yeah, exactly. Evolved is a better word. But also she's kind of seen as this like ruthless businesswoman because she, you know, wants what she wants and won't settle for less. And I'm like, yeah, that's how it should be, especially if it's your anything, like your name, your album, your song, you should get what the fuck you want, you know? And then she's it's got just goals also and like that's how she's gonna Yeah, and it's also like the whole thing, like this is gonna get into like a whole other topic, but like the <laughs> whole idea of like how many men she has dated and the fact that she like mm-hmm. writes songs about mm-hmm. them is like very polarizing. And people are like, oh, she's like a she's like a snake, she's like a dragon lady that just can't, you know, and that has absolutely nothing to do with who she is as a human, but it's and that just crosses over into like you know separating the business from the person and all that you know stuff so we can have that conversation at another time because it's a long one (laughs) i guess i guess i guess i'd like to close with a question around like how how to interact with a society that deals with reputation like are there Mm -hmm. any ways that we we as people but also like since we're very much on the topic of like there's a lot of gender double standards on that Mm -hmm. how as a woman like do you deal with reputation and like worrying about your own like how like what what is advice that you might give to somebody that has to wade into those waters Hmm. it's a very tough question because we live in a society where I don't want to say that you have to conform but you definitely get side-eyed if you don't and like that's I don't want to say that you have to conform because you don't Mm -hmm. do what you want, live your best life, but just know that there will be people that will judge you for that. And you just need to find a way to be okay with it. Again, it kind of comes back to just like understanding that not everybody's going to like you, understanding that people are going to have preconceived ideas of you and you can't control that. And that sucks. And it's just, I mean, I think it's, I don't know. I mean, it's very hard as a woman when it comes to, and anyone who is not, sorry, but a gendered straight white male to feel because the world is created for them and it's hard to kind of change yourself to fit that narrative because you feel like you have to and I feel like we're slowly getting to a place where you don't but unfortunately there are still instances where you are going to have to kind of you know compromise your own self and your morals for things which sucks like I wish I wish that that wasn't the case I wish it wasn't the case that you know women who just casually date aren't seen as sluts I wish that wasn't Mm -hmm. the case but unfortunately for a lot of the world it still is I don't think that way and I know a lot of people that I know Mm -hmm. don't think that way but there's still that deep-seated 
societal judgment there. And that's, you know, a very basic issue. Like there are so mm-hmm. many other things that go so much deeper than that. But like even Are there just, small steps that we could take to, to I get mean, to that? I think just <laughs> like just letting people I don't want to say letting people do what they want, but like letting people do what they want within reason as far as just like if it doesn't affect you, it's none of your fucking business. Like if it doesn't personally affect you in a negative way, you have no reason to have any say on it. You can have your opinions, whatever, keep them to yourself. But there's nothing that you like you have no control over other people and like you only have control over yourself and your thoughts and you know again (laughs) these are very big ideas but Mm -hmm. you know there are little things that you can do to just like there's this great saying that the first judgment you have about a person is something that you're taught to think and the second judgment you have about a person is something that you actually think so like if you see like I'll use an example of like a girl wearing a really short skirt your first thought might be oh my god that skirt is so short why would she wear a skirt that short and then your brain comes in and goes hold on they can do whatever they want. I don't like it. It's not affecting me in any way. Why mm-hmm. am I judging that person for how they choose to express themselves or whatever? So as long as it's not negatively affecting people, I have no problem with it. And I feel like that's just something, you know, it's it's hard in a society that's so built in a specific way of standards. And I do think that those standards are getting broken down. And, you know, there are little things that you can do every day to break down those standards. If somebody says something that's out of line, whether it be, oh, God, she really should wear makeup or, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I wish they would just lose some weight. Be like, hey, that's none of your business and not OK to say like you have no idea what that person's life is. And that's, uh, I mean, that's kind of what it is. You don't have the exactly information. And like, if they can't fix it in five seconds, this is a rule that I live by. If they can't fix it in five seconds, don't mention it. Like if there's a tag in hanging out of their shirt or something in their teeth, tell them. But if they have acne or if they're, you know, whatever, don't mention it. Cause it's not, you have no idea. Like you, I think if we all went around remembering that everybody else is a human being too and we have no idea what the fuck they're, they have going on behind the scenes, we would all be a lot better. <laughs> I mean, again, it's easy to say, but it's, you know, even just like with us, I feel like, or just I'll just talk about myself, I feel like I carry myself in a way that doesn't show all of the shit that I've been through. And like, it's hard to not it's hard to remember sometimes that like just because somebody else has it harder than you doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that what you're going through isn't hard also like everybody can struggle and just because somebody struggles doesn't seem as intense as someone else's doesn't mean they're not having a very hard time you know and I think that's it's hard to remember I've definitely done it where I'm like oh why are they complaining about this but I don't I don't know their life I don't know how much other shit they've gone through how many you know, things have stacked up till that one thing on top just kind of breaks it all. And it's not my place to judge that. And if they want to let me in on that, great. I'm here to listen. But, you know, that's my (laughs) hundred pennies on it. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, I don't think there's a quick fix and I don't think it's going to change honestly in the next year or two years or three years, maybe four years. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's hard to tell, but it's something that you constantly have to be working on. Um, I like the five second rule. Yeah. That's that's a good one. I'm going to keep in my back pocket. Um, And one more tiny thing uh, just to actually answer the question of this episode 
um, (laughs) what I wish I knew is I just said you have to constantly be working on it. That goes for the industry as well. You have to constantly be working on your craft, whether it's, Mm -hmm. and that can be in any aspect. It can be writing. It can be reading a new script. It can be learning a new monologue. It can be, you know, singing a song. It can be watching a movie. It can be, you know, anything. It can be working on yourself to be the person you want to be. And that's also, yeah, I think that is probably one of the most important pieces, especially in the entertainment industry, because you are the product, at least when it comes to acting and performing, you really need to know what you're selling and you really need to be okay with who you are because the deeper in you get, the more insecurities come out because there's so many that you have no control over, but the more secure you are as a person, the easier it is. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And I'm saying that all as a person who has not figured any of that shit out yet. So we're doing we're on this journey together. <laughs> like we're, I don't I don't want it to no seem like No one ever I'm, finishes that journey. Yeah, like but I don't know. It's no one ever finishes it, but like it's it, it and it is it's a process and it will always be a process. And that's you know, I'll never forget when I was on Humblebrag Broadway and my grandmother was talking to, Bubby was talking to mom and was like, well, why does she have to take class anymore? Why does she have to keep auditioning? She's already been on Broadway. Why can't she just keep progressing? And that's something that in the industry I think is hard to remember sometimes is that there's no linear path. It's not a progression in the sense that other jobs where you get a promotion and then you keep working up, it's something where you can have a great job and then not work for five years, <laughs> unfortunately. But like, you can, and you kind of have to come to terms with that. <laughs> it's not easy, but right. you know, so yeah. Well, thank you, Melody. Yeah, thank you. That was fun. That was fun. Well, so we covered things. a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. We went through, we burned through a lot of topics there. Um, thanks for hanging on. If you're yeah, still listening, yeah, if you're still there <laughs> on that um, wild roller coaster ride, if, we just and took if you, you liked off. it, yeah, let us know. Let us we'll know. talk more about this kind of stuff. I mean, there's there's so much, un- there's unfortunately, so much. Yeah. Um, and there's so. I mean, it's great because we have to, like the only way that change is going to happen is if you talk about it. Right on. And if right you on. and if you you know. And if you do it, so that's right. Here we are doing the work. Here we are. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. And uh, the work never stops. That's why we do this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. Yeah. Education so and learning class. constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Keep doing it. Keep Just, doing the yeah, work you need it, to do. It, and it, it'll, as we have always said, it'll transfer into other aspects of your life too. It's not just for, you know performance or whatever artistic endeavor you have it Mm -hmm. it helps in everything agreed amazing well i think that was good that was fun yeah great awesome well we'll see you guys in two weeks two weeks yeah anything else you'd like to add mitch our dad's birthday Oh yeah, Dad's birthday is going to be this week. Dad's birthday is next week. Oh yes, it's this week. It's, it's, it's this, this week. Friday. So this Friday, we will be posting. I need. I still need to figure out what picture we'll post for that. Yeah, um, I'm very excited. Hmm, I'll have to do some digging. Hey, thanks for listening. For more information about the podcast, visit our website www.artisticpodcast.com. If you liked the episode, do us a favor and share it with a friend. It's the best way to help people find our podcast and will help support the show. For updates on new episodes and content, you can follow us at The Artistic Pod on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next week. See ya.